Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Radamic. Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being here with the show. The day or the week, the Monday after uh, Turkey Day, I want to thank all of you that are here. Lee Grant is in the house. Bridge MCP is in the house. Eric Hayes is in the house. Michael Rudnan is in the house. But he says Mondays are busy. Catch you tomorrow. Watch Rudnan stick around because he just can't do without it. He just loves to have that interaction that we all have. Anyway, where are all my peeps? I know, I know, I know it is early. It's right after the holiday and people are chilling. Maybe you're still recovering from eating all that turkey. I don't know. You no say, but you know what? We are still going to have a great show. We are going to still have a ball. We're going to make sure that things go right. How are my peeps doing today? I trust you're all doing fine. Well, I have three videos for you today that I think you're going to like. But beforehand, how was your weekend? Let me hear it. Do you want to call in and tell me about your weekend? 281-823-7747. Anybody want to call me? 281-823-7747. Llámame. Give me a call. ¿Me quieres hablar en español? Háblame en español. Si me quieres hablar en inglés, háblame en inglés. If you want to speak to me, whatever language you want to speak to. As long as you see the, see the English or in Spanish. Anyway, folks, let's have a good time. Uh, how was your weekend? Bridge, how, how was Turkey Day? Bridge, how was Turkey Day? Lee, and what about you, brother senior? Let's see. Lee Grant says, I'm hearing more pro-Hamas and Hamas-adjacent voices out there. Again, uh, no, you are choosing. Hello, Mike, Mike. You are choosing my brother, Lee Grant, to hear Hamas voices for people defending the humanity of Palestinians. Let's not mix it up now. I repeat, you are, I don't know. I can't name one person that I know on the left that is a pro-Hamas voice. That is, that, is a, a, that is an attack. By trying to tell others they have a pro-Hamas voice, you're trying to silence them that saying, worrying, being concerned about the humanity of Palestinians is somehow pro-Hamas. And if you use the pro-Hamas on that, then guess what happens? Then suddenly, people stop trying to say, let's defend the humanity of the Palestinians. I won't do that, nor will I fall for the trope. And Eric Hayes, you're, uh, according to Israel, Israel modified the number from 1,400 to 1,200. I didn't do it. Israel did. Okay? So, no, I didn't do that. Israel changed the numbers. They said, it was 1,200. Irrespective of that, let's be real here. There are 1,200 dead Israelis murdered by a terrorist organization called Hamas. And then there are 15,000 or more dead Palestinians. Who is more violent? Who is more vicious? Who cares less about the other people's lives? Just show me the numbers. That's all I need. Just show me the numbers. Just show me the numbers. Welcome aboard, Maywood. Welcome aboard. I tell you what, a Panamanian brother of mine, brother from Panama, 
called into my KPFT show this morning. And he's a mil- ex-military guy. He's also a cop. And this is the second time that he called the show, or third time. I don't remember. Can't quite recall. Love the brother. But, you know, at first he was like, look, uh, these guys came into Israel and they murdered these people. Israel has the right to go ahead. Egberto, suppose somebody came in and tried to murder your wife. Well, if somebody came in and tried to murder my wife, I'm going to try like hell to go and take them out too. That is the human, the, that is a revengeful human in me that wants to do that. Right? But if I see my killer or the killer of my, my relatives or whatever, if I see him behind 10 innocent children, I am not going to gun down those children to get him at all. Welcome aboard. Tom C. is in the house. He says, snow on the ground here in mid-Michigan. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. I hear you, brother. I hear you. So I'm, I'm going to play that piece first today. That with the interaction with my brother from Panama and where he was initially in support of what Israel is doing. But let me tell you. I think when it's over, we all saw it the way it needs to be seen. What Israel is doing is carnage in, in uh, and, and let me back up because I promised a, a good friend of mine, a Jewish guy that he agrees with me, but he's concerned that because of Netanyahu and what Netanyahu is doing by murdering all of those in Gaza, he's concerned that the anti-Semitic nature is going to come out of those people who are generally anti-Semitic. We know the people on the right generally. And he wanted to, so I told him the responsible thing for me to do is to make sure that as I speak about what's going on in Israel, I also point out that this is not a Jewish thing. This is a IDF Netanyahu thing. It is Netanyahu and the IDF that are killers. Okay? It's not our Jewish brothers and sisters. It's these guys that are indiscriminately going out there to kill. And there are videos that shows you, not just recently, but there are videos that shows you what the IDF has constantly been doing to Palestinian boys, Palestinian women, how they treat them like animals throughout palace throughout jerusalem or all these other places so when they come on tv and try to make it seems like we are the humane ones and others are the ones that are treating that that are being i want you to take a look at it but anyway here is a discussion i had with the panamanian brother who at first thought he was uh that israel was doing the right thing i think by the end of the conversation we were singing from the same hymnal because we both support humanity. If you support humanity, you cannot support what Netanyahu and the IDF is doing in Israel. I repeat, if you support humanity, if you believe in human life, it is, it is mutually exclusive from the way Netanyahu is con- 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 conducting the pilfering, the murder, the carnage in Gaza. And don't let anybody try to make it seem like by you saying that, 
you're anti-Semitic or pro-Hamas. We are not pro-Hamas. We're pro-human beings. And also, because of what Netanyahu is doing, should not open the door for the anti-Semitic racists to go out there and be anti-Semitic racist. Okay? So let's listen to that now, and then we'll take it on the other side. Uh, let me go ahead. Oh, I think I placed these all in the wrong window so i'm fixing that right now and i got it fixed i got it fixed let's go ahead and start this right this minute let's put gonzalo if gonzalo is on hold and let's go to emmanuel morning emmanuel good morning sir how are you doing i'm doing well uh um uh listen hermano i i i i think a little I'm, I understand everything you say. Yes, sir. And I agree with you. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely agree with you because, you know, uh, uh, what is right is right. Mm-hmm. But this is what I have for you. Mira, if you are living in an area mm-hmm. where there is terrorist activity going on, mm-hmm. in this case, Gaza, mm-hmm. <laughs> You have Hamas that being going at it with Israel before the quarter years. Mm-hmm. For a long time, as a matter of fact, biblically, mm-hmm. they've been going at it. Okay. Hamas going to Israel, kill a lot of people, children, women, men. And now that Israel unleash the power militarily and Gaza, everybody's crying and pointing the finger at Israel. Now, mm-hmm. okay, just give me a, a second here. Just give me a second. Oh, sure. Absolutely, sir. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, I'm, I'm not a specialist in this and so on. I, I, I just have, you know, a couple packets of intelligence and wisdom. It's a tall look you tengo. And I believe that if you come into my house, and you kill my family, I have the right to go offer you anywhere I feel like. Anywhere I feel like. And for them today to want to point a finger at Israel, and Israel is, 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 is this, and what a sanction Israel, and all that stuff, I think something is wrong. Somebody playing here with people life. Mm-hmm. Because it doesn't make no sense. And if Can I'm I wrong, please tell okay. me I'm wrong. I'm no, it's, get it, up no, 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 it's not. It's, this is not about wrong or right, um, Emmanuel, because, you know, uh, a lot of perspectives that we have, my brother, it comes from uh, a lot of what we have been told. Right. And that that's me as well. Right. All of us been we've been told things, we've been indoctrinated with things, etc. All right. So let's start under your premise, which is correct. Somebody came in, Hamas came in. Uh, first of all, you pointed out correctly that there has been a blood rift between, let's say, uh, the, 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 uh, the, between Israeli Jews and Palestinian uh, Muslims for a very long time. 
and and by the way, if you listen to some of what Spike said, you have to realize that that's true because what he said from I'm just talking about from a colorization problem, the people that are running Israel right now are not really native of that land per se. I mean that Netanyahu and many of the leaders of the IDF uh, are pretty much European, right? That doesn't really represent exactly as what Spike said. I'm, I'm only bringing that into context because it comes into the colonial conquering kind of a domain. But let's, I wanted to put that on the face. Now that said, that we also had a Netanyahu who understand that there is a blood rift between, let's say, many Palestinians and Jews, meaning Hamas and uh, not, I don't want to mix up Hamas and Palestinian, but I'm Hamas and Jews, and you allow them to exist. Remember, Netanyahu allowed Hamas to continue by allowing third parties to fund Hamas. He said it in his Likud meetings. They wanted Hamas to exist because nobody would think that it's okay for Israel to go ahead and create a second, allow a Palestinian state side by side if the negotiations had to happen with Hamas and not the Palestinian Authority. So Netanyahu kept, made sure that Hamas stayed in existence. That's a fact. It's been reported by Haratz, the leading uh, progressive newspaper in Israel, not here in the United States, in Israel. It's reported that he allowed that to occur. What happened is he got burned. The people, these are terrorists and they live by terrorist rules. And they came into Israel and they murdered 1,200 people. So we agree. I think we're in agreement so far, Emmanuel. Now let's continue a bit further. Okay, continue a bit further. Now, to it for revenge of that killing that would not have occurred had Netanyahu not allowed Hamas to be funded, he goes into Gaza under the pretense that he is going to kill the killers of his people. In the process of trying to kill the people that that killed his people, he feels it is okay to have collateral damage of 15,000, not 1,200, uh, not comparable, more than 10 times what what Hamas did in Israel. He thinks it's okay for 15,000 Palestinians to live because they live among the terrorists. Well, you know, um, that is like saying you gave an example. If somebody came into your house and killed your family, do you have and then ran into a mall and hid behind hundreds of people? Do you have the right to take your AR or whatever? And kill all the people in front of these terrorists to get the three terrorists that killed your family. I don't think you would feel that that was a that was something correct to all those people who just went to the mall to shop because they're among these terrorists. It is okay to kill them. I'm sorry, my brother Emmanuel. I think there's just something inhumane about that. I'm not talking about Hamas. 
I'm talking about not only I'm not only talking about uh, I'm talking about killing innocent people. I'm talking about bombing. They're not. We talk about 15,000 people being killed. That's one thing. But we're talking about turning the place into rubble. Places that took 20 years to build. Those people are in dire straits, not for one day, not for one year, but for a generation. Netanyahu eliminated a generation of living in people that were already in an outdoor prison. So the Netanyahu government, they're not, uh, they're not the innocent ones here. And my friend, the one that I spoke about earlier, the Jewish, my Jewish friend, actually all of my Jewish friends, they're telling me the same thing. We are not with Israel at all on this. We want an Israel. But we are not with Israel on this. And they wanted me to know what they wanted me to be is tempered with my message. Go ahead, sir. Okay. Okay. Just allow me this. Uh, okay. I agree with you. Because mm-hmm. I've been following a little bit Netanyahu. Mm-hmm. And I know in, 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 in some words, he's a dirty little crook. Yes. I, I, I know that. I, and, 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 and one of the things that they never talk about it was the elections here, the presidential election in 2016. Mm-hmm. La Mano de Israel was mm-hmm. involved deeply here in the United States. Claro que sí. And, no, and, and, and nobody said nothing. Nobody said right. nothing. Okay. Okay. Cool. But I also believe as a human being. Mm-hmm. That if I live in a place where the, 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 two, the two neighbor countries are at each other's throat, I think my responsibility to me and my family is to get up, pack up, and go live in London <laughs> or, or, or Panama or, 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 or somewhere. I won't stay there. Yeah, look, and let me tell yeah. Look, let me tell you what I let me tell you what I really think, uh, hermano, hermano. Here's what I think, and then I'm going to run to Johnny. But what I think is, I think uh, you know, uh, going back to what Biden said, um, when Biden said, if there wasn't an Israel, we'd have had to create it. That stuff still stings me, right? But let me let me tell you what what I think. I I watched younger Jewish and Palestinian groups here in the United States who are working together and uh, the, the newer generations who are realizing what the hell are we doing? And, uh, you know, my, my daughter has a way of saying you guys are going to die out anyway. All right. So um, I am, I'm hoping that we can stop the cancer from spreading and folks realize more that it's, and I think it's going to happen. Um, I'm, 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 I look at the Jewish and, uh, and, and, and Palestinian groups here in the United States that are not following the line. They don't get a lot of coverage because the masters who control our media, remember what I told you about all of us being indoctrinated, the masters who control our media, it doesn't, it doesn't, will not help their financial interests. Listen to that woman that I'm going to have on called Charlotte Dennett, but it doesn't match their financial interests for this piece that these two are coming to. So mark my word, uh, if we can avoid the catastrophe, I repeat, if we can avoid the catastrophe 
things will eventually be good, but we got to avoid that catastrophe first. But hey, uh, mira, Emmanuel, tengo que ir a otro, otra llamada. But um, thank you so okay, kindly, thanks. brother. Oh, oh, wait, 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 Emmanuel. Remember, yes. Bush number one came into Chorrillo, and you know where Chorrillo is, and murdered a lot yeah. of Panamanians for one guy. We may, whether you like Noriega or not, a lot of our brothers and sisters were bombed like holy hell in Chorrillo. Just want to remind you of that. Thank you, my brother. Oh, no, and, and, and I, 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 lamentablemente, yo estaba ahí. There you yo go. Yo estaba ahí en los 29. There you yo go. Yo estaba ahí. Y a está mí bien. no me gustó esta vaina. Okay, a mí no está me bien. Gustó esta vaina. Okay, thank you, okay. my brother. We'll talk later. Anyway, that, that was a conversation that we had this morning. And I thought it was an important conversation because, as you can see earlier today, our brother, um, uh, uh, Came in, came into the show today, and the first thing he said, uh, <laughs> "Man, what's wrong with my mind?" Let me go to the message that he said. I want to type. I want to get come to the me- Lee Grant. He said, uh, "I am hearing pro. Uh, I, I'm hearing more pro Hamas and Hamas adjacent voices out there." That's not a true statement, my brother. And I, I, I played this because again. Being pro-human is not being pro-Hamas. If I were to take it one step further, I would say that what he's asking for is by saying, unless you're killing, you are pro-Hamas. All right. Unless, again, I repeat, unless you are killing, you're not pro Hamas. It's, I mean, the, 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 the way that the, the, the psychology of the statement just behooves me. But let me just tell all our listeners that are out there right now. Don't you know in your heart what is right and what is wrong? In your heart, you know what's right and what's wrong. Okay? It's important that you know, when you see the devastation in Gaza and you see people drinking coffee and sitting at cafes in Tel Aviv and Haifa and Jerusalem, that's, that's less than 10 miles apart, 20 miles apart, a few miles apart. You know there's a difference. When you see 15,000 dead versus 1,200 dead, my brothers and sisters, you have eyes. You have a heart. You got it. Don't let anybody take that away from you. Don't let indoctrination allow you to become evil. That's why we had a Hitler. That's why we had all these folks, because we use, we allowed these people to tell us things, and it gave us the impression that, okay, it's okay what we're doing. No, it's not. What you're seeing in Gaza, it's genocide, it's murder, it's pilfer, it's all of these things combined. Don't you ever allow folks to not let you see what your eyes are seeing because it hurts us all and it takes away our humanity. You listen to this ambassador. I want you to listen to this and then I'm going to come to the, the comments in a little bit. And by the way, if somebody wants to call me, please call 281-823-7747. Again, that is 
1-800-823-7747. Okay? So now, I want you to listen to this Israeli ambassador. Because this shows, this shows how they are trying to tell you you are blind. Your eyes are not seeing what it is. Because if they describe Hamas as murderous thugs, as criminals killing for the 1,200 dead Israelis that were murdered, how can they not say that about all the videos we see about how the IDF treats civilians on the streets, of how the IDF has blown to smithereens Gaza? Want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. Your eyes are not deceiving you. When you look at Gaza and you see the entire landscape demolished, when you look at Gaza and you see 15,000 dead people, when you look at Gaza and notice there are over 5,000 dead children, over half the 15,000 dead people are likely children. That's a mass killing. That is blood, guts, and, and, and bones of lives. So when you hear an Israeli ambassador say that, first of all, listen to this Israeli ambassador and tell me he is not looking into a mirror, likely with a magnifying glass, at himself. Check this out. So you have the list from Hamas of today. Uh, do we know whether the mother of some of the children who came out yesterday or the day before uh, is going to be included, the Israeli mom. Uh, what do you know about anybody coming out today, supposedly, and when? I apologize, Andrea, but I am forbidden to talk about the contents of the list until the people are back in Israel. That is our regulations. We don't talk about it publicly. I can say the following. When you release a young infant uh, uh, without their mother, that is surely a sign of, of depravity, of inhumanity. And I think this is another example, one of many, of who we're up against. These Hamas terrorists, these killers, these murderers, to deliberately separate a young child from a parent is, is a very terrible, terrible thing. And yet they seem to do so, unfortunately, with relish sometimes. Uh, we received yesterday uh, the American citizen, uh, a four-year-old, uh, Abigail Idan, she was kidnapped when she was three. She had her first, fourth birthday in captivity. I'm, uh, unfortunately, I'm, it probably wasn't much of a celebration for her. Her two parents were murdered by Hamas on October 7th. She has two siblings, a six-year-old and a nine-year-old, who hid in the closet to survive, and they miraculously survived. So we've got three orphans, one who's now returned after 50 days in captivity by Hamas. And I think just look at that family and you understand what Hamas is all about. These are brutal killers. And that's why these, these, these attempts to work with Hamas to get our people out are never easy. It's always like pulling teeth because we're dealing with ruthless, fanatical killers. Again, I repeat, if we just go by the numbers and you know, guys, as an engineer, I'm just a numbers guy. I'm just a numbers guy. I'm sorry. But if you look at uh, Haifa, if you look at Tel Aviv, if you look at Jerusalem, if you look at all these cities, I see sparkling buildings and I see people at cafes, Eden. They talk about rockets are coming from Gaza. That 
over that in air prison rockets are coming from Gaza and causing damage. Yes, yes, yes. A little damage here and there. But by the way, um, uh, this is not justification. This is proportionality. And then you go into Gaza and see everything decimated and you see 15,000 dead people. What Hamas did was horrendous. But if what Hamas did was horrendous, how do you define what Netanyahu is doing in Israel or rather in Gaza and what he wants to continue to do in Gaza? Your eyes are not deceiving you. Please open your eyes and let's make sure that this stops. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel. And number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. Okay, I'm not for hostages, brother Lee Grant at all, for uh, hostages on neither side. I don't believe in hostages for on, on either side. But let's be clear here. Let's be very, very clear. Israel has 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds, 15-year-olds, 16-year-olds that are throwing stones at the IDF because they are, they are in occupied territory and they're doing what our founding fathers did. They're saying, this is ours. We claim this. We, you know, I mean, all, all the things our founding fathers did to claim this land away from England, like if England really should have had the right to it, right? But to claim this land, we fought the founding fathers fought for this land because they thought they were righteous, the right thing to do. A lot of those 12-year-old, those 13-year-olds, 14-year-old, 15, 16, 17-year-old Palestinian kids, they're out there saying, "This, uh, you kicked, you blew up my house. You took this off of my land. You moved us from where we were living from the time I was born. Yes, I'm throwing stones. That is what we did in Panama. All these things we did in Panama and other places, right? And what did Israel do? They, they, they arrested them and they locked them up without trials. They just locked them up. They have laws that allows Israel to lock these troublemakers up. They're kidnapped. So, I mean, if we want to talk about who is holding people, and by the way, I want every single one of those hostages released unharmed i didn't support them taking the hostages in the first place that's wrong it's a terrorist organization but i don't either so i want the same people who are attacking hamas for doing that illegal act to attack israel for the act that they did under their own laws to to imprison kids you know, this guy had so much mercy. You're leaving these kids without their mother. As you drop bombs that killed 15,000 in Gaza, 
How many mothers were killed and left orphan kids? How many kids left grieving mothers from those bombs? You see, the problem is here, people, and I need folks to understand what really happens. When you are able to remove the humanity of a group of people, it is okay to harm them and see it as a different harm than, then, than when they harm somebody of the group that is chosen to be human. But you see, I chose human for everybody because we all are, right? But you see, if you can, if you can look at what's happening in Palestine and see the broken bones and see all of that and don't equate it with nothing less than what, happened, what Hamas did in Israel. If you can't see the similarities, that means you were successfully dehumanized for Palestinians. It means that they were successful in having you look at Palestinians differently than you would look at somebody else. Just like here in America. Police officers look at black and brown bodies differently than they look at white bodies. The things that they would do or the way they will speak and talk to black and brown bodies are different than the way they would do it with white bodies. Why? It's called the dehumanization of people. And we teach that. We teach degradation of humanity. That is what I try to unleash and say, let's we have to get away from that. But we teach degradation of humanity. Well, if you're this, you're that, you're this, you know, and that, that's it. That is why, and, and let me show you, let me tell you how we teach it as well. Okay? Let me tell you how we teach it. Just looking at the news. You take a look at the news and you look at the people that they show as killers. And they, it, there is never a problem showing the face of the killer when the killer is black or brown or when the killer says, uh, or, 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 you know, there, there's never a problem. But have you seen the picture of the white guy who killed those three or who shot those three Palestinians yet? How long did it take or will it take to get that picture out there? You know, every time, I mean, we have to be honest with ourselves. The only reason you cannot see 15,000 Palestinians and dead and look at Israel and say you're committing genocide is because you have dehumanized your impression of Palestinians. And that is some, that's on you. That is on you. And until you solve that problem, until you solve that problem, the society won't change. All right, let, before I go to my last video, let me go ahead and start reading some of these. Oh, wow. A lot of comments, man. A lot of comments, a lot of comments. But I, I needed to get these things out. But before I get here, don't forget, folks, the Medicare sign-up stuff to change if you're not going to go to Medicare, standard Medicare is December 7th. But what I'm telling everybody, you take Medicare advantage at your peril. No person who can afford uh, Medigap should ever take Medicare 
uh, Medicare Advantage. Nobody should take Medicare Advantage. It's just a giveaway of our tax dollars to wealthy corporations and executive pay. Just needed to say that. I said I'm going to say that every single time. All right. Bruce Pollard is in the house. He said, good week, we hope. We'll always make the week good. Paul Fleming says, two wrongs don't make a right. I feel like uh, like in today's world, we want to do the right thing, but sometimes doing the right thing can cause us more harm than to fight fire with fire. Look, sometimes it's just best not to do that, right? Okay. All right, let's see what else we got here. Barbara Wilts, welcome, Barbara. Says, hi from Michigan. Thank you for being here, Barbara. I prefer Barbara over Barbara, but if your name is Barbara, hi, Barbara. All right. Uh, Bruce says, that's why all the weapons use the same caliber. Yeah, I can understand that. It all came from us. All right. Paul Fleming says, time to tax churches heavily. They became packed decades ago and have used their power over vulnerable people for years. Joel Olstein is a multimillionaire, non-taxable income. Hell no, his he, building is a few miles down the road from here. And you know what? When, when we had the big flood here in Houston, he had to be shamed into opening that church to let, let the people that were flooded out go in, into the building. It's a shame. Uh, let's see. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, let's see. Uh, Eric K says, I bet that they murdered 1400, not 1200. Again, as I said, I'm just quoting the last Israel numbers that I got. Okay. You can look it up. And, and if you see it otherwise, you let me know. Uh, Eric E2247 is in the house. E2247. Uh, thank you for being here. Uh, Paul Fleming says, on supporting Trump, it's a rather remarkable indictment of those who claim to be followers of Jesus, that they would continue to show fealty to a man whose cruel ethic has always been an antithetical to Jesus and becomes more so every day. Far too many Christians in America are not only betraying their humanity, they are betraying the Lord they claim to love. Very true. Very true. Melanie Keelan is in the house from Barcelona, Spain. Hello, Melanie. Great to see you here. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Um, I'm, I'm just scrolling down. Bruce Pollard says, so differing rules of war all applied at the cost of innocent human lives until it stops. We're not meeting the true goal, live free and safe. That is true. Those people in Gaza, how can they ever feel safe? Uh, Israel said, go to the South. They bombed the South. Go to the East. They bombed. I mean, that's just how it is. Uh, Lee Grant says, don't forget the hostages. Of course, I don't forget the hostages. I think I told you the story about the hostages. Both sides have hostages. One just did it legally by arresting them and passing a law that says you don't have to convict them. You can just keep them to rot in jail. If that isn't kidnapping, I don't know what is. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, E2247 says, indigenous solidarity with Palestine, ISP resources. You always give us great resources, uh, Senor. Bruce says, I look at it all the same. Set them free and stop the bombing and feed everyone. I love you, Bruce. That's why. Exactly right, sir. You're absolutely right. Uh, Bridge MCP says, Egberto, little known fact. The terms anti-Semite or anti-Semitism came by a circuitous route to refer more narrowly to anyone who has hostile or discriminatory uh, towards Jews in particular. However, Semitic people or Semites is an obsolete term for an ethnic, cultural, or racial group associated with people of the Middle East, including Arabs, Jews, Akkadians, and Phoenicians. 
In archaeology, the term is sometimes used informally as a kind of shorthand for ancient Semitic-speaking people. The term anti-Semite or anti-Semitism came by a circuitous route to refer more narrowly to anyone who was hostile or discriminatory towards Jews in particular, but Israel will not allow Muslim Arabs to be, uh, be that anymore. All right. Uh, let's continue here. Okay. I have one last video. Let's get to it and then we'll move on. This one here says, imagine America, uh, you leave Gaza or you leave the West Bank thinking you're coming to a safe country only to encounter this. Won't you know, we are an exceptional country. I mean, we are the best place in the world. But you know what? A lot of people don't come to the United States anymore because guns. They said, you know, you can be anywhere in the United States and get shot. And, you know, uh, people used to have this thing about us being that exceptional country where things mostly go right. Well, three 20-year-old kids out of Ramallah, uh, the, the, West, the West Bank, their mother and father thought, you know, it's probably best for these kids, you know, their relatives, these kids, they'll do better in the United States because it's not quite safe in, in, in either Gaza or as you, for all the news that you're hearing now, the West Bank. So they came to the United States. And you know what happened? Because of the hate that this country has developed based on what uh, our, our right wing has allowed to grow. And because we are so loaded with guns, anybody or their mother can have a gun. A lot of places like Texas, you don't even need to get a license. So these three kids who left the Middle East, who left West Bank, to come to the United States because at 20 years old, safer to get an education here in the United States because things are probably going to be better for you. Well, some crazy guy. Well, he's not crazy. He's just hateful. Comes out and he shoots all three of them. One of them, he got to their spine and we don't know if he'll be able to walk. Listen to this because the way this family says it, says it all. Listen to this. I moved here 15 years ago, and uh, I never imagined that this sort of thing could happen. And my sister lives in the occupied West Bank, and people often ask me, aren't you worried about your sister? Aren't you worried about your, your nephews and your niece? And the reality is, as difficult as their life is, they are surrounded by an incredible sense of community. and. Tragic irony is not even the right phrase, but to have them come stay with me for Thanksgiving and have something like this happen speaks to the level of civic vitriol, uh, speaks to the level of uh, uh, hatred that exists uh, in some corners of this, of this country. It speaks to a sickness of gun violence that exists in this country. And uh, I'm proud of, even though this is 
devastating that this happened in this community. I am really proud and grateful to the community that is here and has rallied around uh, our family and these boys. And I want to finally say, I'll, I'll ask Roddy to say some words, but I want to finally say thank you to um, the staff at UVM Medical Center. The doctors and nurses and staff have been so kind and um, committed to the well-being of these young men. Um, I'm grateful to them, as is, uh, as is the, the families. Uh, and uh, Roddy here, the uncle of Kanan, just flew in from California. And I haven't had a chance to say hello, hello Roddy. Hello. I don't know that I have the same words that you have prepared. Um, but thank you for that. Uh, he speaks for myself and the whole family. Um, for all three of the families involved, uh, it's, I, I'm still processing, processing everything. I just got here from California and uh, walked right in, as you saw. Um, we consider ourselves very lucky at this point, as far as Kenan's family is concerned. Um, not so with the uh, um, with Hisham and Tahseen. Um, we're really praying for them, and we're still in shock over this. And as he stated. Um, Kinan grew up in the West Bank, and we always thought that that could be more of a risk uh, in terms of his safety. And sending him here would be a, you know, uh, the right decision. We feel somehow betrayed in that decision here, and you know, we're just trying to come to terms with everything. My husband thought that he would be safe in the U.S., thought that he would be safe at Brown, thought he would be safe in Vermont. There's no reason that he should have been targeted in this way because it was a targeted crime, without a doubt. This man chose to come up to them and shoot them. You know, what will it take for us to start doing the right thing? What will it take for us to choose, uh, uh, make, give the right advice to countries? What will it take for us to say, no, Netanyahu, you can't continue the killing? What would it say what would it take for us to start saying, you know what, we will not be any more with the gun lobby. We're not going to be any more with the healthcare lobby and all these people that are making life so difficult for us all. Because they can and because they worship the mighty dollar. All the killings that you are seeing right now, both locally and Abroad, our support for Israel's attack on Gaza. I, I understand the reason why initially, but again, what Hamas did, I, I want to be clear, what Hamas did was murder a terrorist act. But their response, all these responses that we have, all these things that we do, we're manipulated by a corporate elite who makes money off of our misfortunes, who makes money off of creating wars, who make money in every aspect of our life, including making sure that we stay sick. Our economic system is based on it. And until we are able to see that all these incidences are all intertwined, they're all intertwined. If we can just connect the dots. Yes, most Americans want that progressive message because that is the only message that gives one hope. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about that. 
And then we can talk about that some other time. Okay, continuing to read our messages from our good old folks. And by the way, you can give me a call, 281-283-7747. Again, that number is 281-823-7747. Would you like to add to the discussion so people can hear you? Easy to call in and talk to me. All right. uh, going back up, let's go to, let's see what else we got here that I can read. Totally illogical is any thought that Hamas, as an elected authority structured on a Shura council, kills its own babies, elders, etc. All right. Uh, we also have Paul Fleming says, top Iowa GOP evangelical leader, Bob Vander Plaats, tells his followers, Trump, that his con, his followers, Trump, that his con in them in a, Oh, tells his followers that Trump is conning them in another blow to Trump in the state. I uh, wonder what the polls are saying. But if, if, if that is starting to happen, people are starting to get the message it would be a nice thing. It, would, it couldn't have happened to a better guy. Lee Grant says, how do we know this is a hate crime? I imagine you're talking about the one in Vermont. Um, it, all indications are it's a hate crime. But you're right. We don't know that for an absolute truth yet. But we know one thing, there are three kids with three bullets, all right? So whether it's a hate crime as defined, it is a hate crime. Our Paul Fleming says, a growing number of Russian soldiers want to get out of the war in Ukraine. Audio Intercept suggests AP offers a rare glimpse of war through the Russian eyes. Bridge MCP says, still looking for it, Lee. All right, let's see what else we got here that I need to read. Uh, some tell, <laughs> I'm not doing that, okay. Uh, scrolling down, scrolling down. Lee Grant says it's much da- more. It's it's much for dangerous for Jewish students on a U.S. campus than it is for Palestinians. Okay, I constantly say let's just look at the numbers. That's all. Um, let's look at the numbers. You know, everybody always say like, I don't want, I don't want us to have a contest of who people are going to be more racist against, Palestinians or Jews. Both are wrong. It's all wrong. But to say that uh, anti-Semitism has crossed over Islamophobia, I don't know if that's the case. The only case, again, is really the gradation of humanity. And while, uh, well, you get the point. It's the gradation of humanity. If you really want to know why it is suddenly seeming that, oh, anti-Semitism is getting real bad. Look, anti-Semitism is bad, terrible. And with what has occurred here with the with with Biden embracing Netanyahu and Netanyahu infecting a genocide in in uh, Gaza, it is creating some rifts. But again, whether it be anti-Semitism or Islamophobia. They're both terrible. Let's let's remember that. They're both terrible. Eric Hayes says, lots of violence, period. That won't stop. We have made it easier for lots and don't hold them accountable. You're right. We have made it very easy for violence in this country. We have had a laissez-faire, of, a laissez-faire affair with guns. Uh, we are the only country that has guns the way we do, and it reflects in our crime rates. It reflects in our murders by gun. All these things are reflected perfectly. We have a killer country. We have a country that loves its guns more than it loves its humanity. 
And when you have that, this this is what you get. This is what you get. Okay. Uh, Eric says, Mr. Not Accountable Enough Done Criminals. Really? Well, again, those are tropes that you guys use to try to push the message of the elitist who just wants to sell you a gun to make a profit. That's all. Nothing more, nothing less. To a, who do I have the honor of speaking to at this point in time? Hi, it's Breach, my MCP. Hey, my beautiful Bridge MCP, talk to me. I just wanted to point out a couple of things that you had already said, but I just want to reiterate them. Sure. You, you, you can complain to Lee. You can, you can definitely support the Palestinian human beings that are stuck there. There's a nine, there's a girl that was kidnapped by Hamas nine years ago, and is still with them and cannot get out. No one talks about that. Nine years she's been kidnapped by them. Hamas is horrible, but it does not say, hey, Lee, but it does not say that you can't support the people and what they're going through. And they are being used as shields. And no, when they voted Hamas in, Hamas did not have the name Hamas. It had a different name and they tricked them. But there's always somebody there, the PLO, Hamas, whatever, the Taliban, they're all in the same group of hate. So no one condones that. No one does. But you can be pro-Palestinian and not be pro-Hamas. I mean, I mean, you're talking, you said something at Berta about 20 miles away, they're in Tel Aviv having tea and coffee and sitting outside and blah, blah, blah. In Ireland, it was 20 blocks away where we were under siege being the British Army and the UDF, which is the Protestant group that mm-hmm. was condoned, even though they're not terrorists, but they were all against the Irish people 20 blocks away. And they were over there living their life, going grocery shopping and doing stuff. And we were over there under siege. But again, propaganda came out. And they said that we did something that we didn't do. And it's all over the news. And they put them, the IRA are terrorists. And we're not. They were not. Well, there was a certain part of them that were not good. But they were not terrorists. They were, they were just fighting to save their country, which is still under British rule. Mm-hmm. But now it's more formidable. And we have a Sinn Féin and then all that shit. But I don't understand how people can question the three kids that were shot. Now, it's still in the investigation, but with what's going on, and everyone keeps talking about the campuses and this and that, if all that's going on, then you're damn well, it was definitely a hate crime. I don't yeah, it was. The investigation turns out. It, it will come it, out to be that. It is a, look, it the guy killed. Crime. It had to be. Uh, look, it, look, even, look, the guy shot three Palestinian kids. Three Palestinian kids that did not attack or do anything to him. I don't care what his rationale is. That's a hate crime. I don't need an investigation for that. The day he came out of his house with a gun and shot him. 
If he had stayed in the house, there would right. have been no shots fired. If he didn't have a gun, they were there would be no shots fired. So let's we don't need to go around in circles about things like this, my dear beautiful Bridge, because again, that is what the indoctrinative state wants to do. They want you to look at Gaza and see buildings that are crumbling and Tel Aviv with skyscrapers with lights on, and somehow you have to you have to program your mind. You have to force program your mind to not see the disparity right there. That is how that is how exactly. effective indoctrination is. I mean, it's the same. Look, and I can show I can list. Every, I'm going to go over by two minutes. I can list that bridge with every subject that we talk about. And I told him that on KPFT this morning. Right. I can look at the Medicare versus Medicare Advantage. And you find people on Medicare Advantage who've had private insurance, who know the problems with private insurance, trying to defend the private sector. It is like defending your slave master. It's like, the, uh, it is like uh, what you call it, syndrome, right? Munchauer's by proxy. Now, by proxy is when you poison the, the kid but the other one is called Stockholm syndrome. It's There's like Stockholm, Syn- Stockholm yeah, it's syndrome. Stockholm yeah. syndrome. Stockholm. It's like the person that are that's harming you. You support. It is like even the, these Israelis, as they were being let off by the terrorists, they were waving and smiling at the terrorists as they were leaving. They were. Ha- I mean, if uh, and and it is a st- it's a thing breach that we have to get. We we as we as folks who have not been infected. We have to try to inoculate others or get them away from the disease because that is how it works. There yeah. are foundations. There's a Cato Foundation. There's a Heritage Foundation. There are all these organizations who are who's using psychology to let people vote against their own interests or have them fight us for wanting what's best for them. Bridge, I got to go. But um, mm-hmm. look, thank you. Thank you for calling in and, make, just, and well, saying just, your piece. Just just one more thing. Yes, ma'am. Please remember, because I think Paul Paul said something. I, I think it was Paul. Please remember that we are for Israel for one and only one reason. Because the Middle East is there and they're our allies. We need Israel. That's why we kiss their butt. We right. need Israel there. Exactly. If anything goes on, we're there. Exactly. All right, I'm sorry, go ahead. No, no, you're right. They are our base. Thank you very much for calling in, uh, Bridge. Uh, hey, I just All saw right. uh, our good friend that came in late today, Melissa Bowie. Please chime on the title, sir. Actually, today we, we did good. We covered every item on the on the uh we covered every item in the title today, unlike <laughs> what I do at KPFT where everybody call and take over the program somehow they didn't take it over today but um so you know uh yes uh, when we talk about america being dangerous it's about the three kids that got shot when we talk about the ambassador projecting it was about the ambassador talking about how bad hamas is for killing kids when the idf is murdering kids left and right to the order of over seven thousand five hundred. and when we talk about uh the the the, the kpft uh, Carnage, you heard the conversation I had with uh, with with um, one of our callers this morning, Emmanuel. Emmanuel, this morning. Anyway, folks, we got to get out of here. We're a bit late. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Unright. Please remember, go to politicsunright.com slash newsletter. 
and subscribe. Become a paid subscriber and you get all of my books free of charge online. That is how we do it here. Or go to politicsandright.com slash support to support us however you can. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics and Right. And you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.